0: Welcome back to Expressions of Destiny podcast. This is Jennifer. Um, Today is Faith-Filled Friday. Once again, I'm so excited to be here um, sharing with you just what is on my heart, what the Lord has placed on my heart for today. Um, every day is different. Every Friday is different. The Lord always speaks something different to me. And, um, I just, I'm just so excited to share it with you. So let's just go ahead and get started here. Um, this has definitely been a different season, um, for a lot of people. And I know we've been talking a lot about seasons. We've been talking about transition, um, d- obedience, hearing God's voice, worship, just taking time and spending it with Him um, that quiet time getting away from, you know, the routine and the chaos and the noise of everything else and really spending time with him. And so, um, today when I was sitting here, just preparing and, and, you know, thinking on what, what would I, there's a lot of things that I could share, but what would I really want to share from my heart today with you guys? And, um, I turned on my worship music just to kind of sit and and listen for a little bit before I um, decided to record. And it just, the song came on, and this this particular song always moves me. It moves me a lot different than all of the other songs. Um, It's called Communion, and it's by Maverick City Worship. And um, it just really began to speak specifically about the season that I know we have been in And, um, and I'm sure you've been in a similar season. And so I want to just start off by reading some of the lyrics, um, just so we can really get a, uh, foundation of where I'm going and then I can share with you our personal experience. But so the first verse says, take me back to the garden, lead me back to the moment I heard your voice, take me back to communion, lead me back to the moment I saw your face. And it was and it was all so simple. It was easy to love. There was no space between us. It was easy to trust. Because you are closer, closer than my skin. How beautiful is that? And you are in the air, the air that I'm breathing in. And here's where the dead things come back to living. I feel my heart beating again. It feels so good to know that you are my friend. And this, these lyrics are so beautiful because it's talking about the relationship between us and our Father. To know that we are that close, to know that the relationship and the love that we have is like none other. And the love that He gives us is what strengthens us and gives us the ability to love others. And so it it is a love like no one else can give. And so as I started to listen to those words take me back to the garden, it really brought me to um, a season in my life, the past probably year and a half, um, yeah, about a year and a half, that um, I spent a lot of time gardening. And I would stand outside in, in my backyard. It didn't matter how hot it was. Um, I was sweating like I don't know what. But I loved those moments. The heat didn't bother me because I was out there planting and Doing things with the soil and these seeds and putting my hands to something and working hard on something that I had never been able to do. Um, I never thought I would be able to do it because I just wasn't great at gardening. And, um, I really fell in love with this time and I realized that as, as I started to do more, it, there was an urgency for me to get out in that garden and I would share pictures. I was, I was like that proud mama that had that huge, um, watermelon out there in the, in the, um, garden box where I had my cucumbers hanging off the vines and it was just that proud mama moment. I mean, these were my babies and I loved every moment of it, but I also realized that those were the moments when God would speak. He would teach me something. He would he would bring a lesson out of everything. And um, I was just boiling over with so much information and so many um, examples of what He is doing in our life just by planting some seeds. I mean, it was amazing to me that God could speak so much in this garden. And so fast forward to about... Um, September of last year September of 2021 um, we began to really hear about uh, the Jewish calendar and if you're not familiar with this I would encourage you to go and study but the Jewish calendar it was it was talking about the year 5782 and the way that they have their calendar is their years go from September to September and sometimes September to October um or Aug the end of August to September. So it's it their first month is September com- in comparison to ours, which is January. And so um I was just learning that September of twenty twenty one, we were going into what was called a Shmita year, which was a seventh year, um the seventh year in a cycle of seven years, uh, which is what would happen in um In the Bible, when you know the the people were to work their land and grow and harvest for six years, but on that seventh year they were to rest the land. So no one was allowed to plant or to harvest or anything. Um, You couldn't till the ground, you couldn't prune, nothing. That seventh year was meant to rest the soil, rest the land. And anything that was still growing on that land was, um, it was up for grabs. It was free to any of the passerbyers, any of the, um, you know, people that were coming in from other towns, anybody that was um, maybe less fortunate, you know, they they were poor, they didn't have a lot of food. They could just come and take from that. And so it was a, a way of pretty pretty much being a blessing and giving to others in that time because they had already, these farmers had already planted for six years straight and had already provided for their own families. And so what was left was to be given to everyone else. And so in that seventh year, if they were obedient in resting their land, then the following year they would reap a huge harvest and a blessing from God. And so going into that to September of last year and knowing that it was the seventh year, um, In the cycle of of seven years, I started to think, well, should we not touch the garden? Should we just leave it alone? And um, my husband and I and the girls, we decided we're going to just rest the land. We're going to do what we had just learned. There was a reason why God had shown this to us. So we rested the garden. And if you don't know by now, the majority of this nation, this has been one of the hottest Summers, the heat is just unbearable. And everything that was out there in our backyard, in our garden, just began to die. And when I would walk out there, it would break my heart to see the branches snapping off and things looking just um, like they had been burnt up. Everything was dead. And it, it just it saddened me to know that this was a place where I would come and God would speak. I would put my hands and I would work and God would speak and he would show me new things. And I had to stop and 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 just say, you know, Lord, I miss this. I miss these moments. I miss this time with you out here. I miss um another thing that I would do during those those seasons of of uh, gardening is I would go walking every day. And I missed those things. I miss them. But there was something that um God showed me that it was just a season and those things that out there that I see that look dead, they may appear to be dead, but they are only resting because the soil is resting. The land is resting just as he would have his farmers and his, the, the children, his, his children do, um, you know, in that time they would rest that land. And if things shrivelled up and and dried up and died, then that's what would happen. but there would be new birth in the fine in the following year there would be a new growth and so I had to really get beyond that sadness and almost you know grief of "I miss this time with you," and recognize that God was speaking in other ways in this whole new season he was showing us so much more in other ways to be able to um, study his word, spend time with him um, as a family, talk about his goodness, begin to experience new things, begin to meet new people, have opportunities to really encourage and lift people up with the word of God and his faith and his instructions and everything that, and his promises. That was the biggest one was his promises. And so in being obedient to resting the land, we had to step away from that season and transition and enter into a new season. And so coming into um, this new year, which is going to be uh, September 25th, begins a first year of a new seven-year cycle. Uh, and if you want to go and research and study that, it is the Hebrew year or the Jewish year 5783 that we are going into. So just um, look it up. Jewish year 5783, you can just type in 5783 and it will come up so many different uh, interpretations of what this year is to bring. But it was God just really showing me that the relationship and the time that we had out in the garden was not the only time that we had. It was just a moment in time where he knew how to talk to me. And so I think a lot of people go through that and they struggle and they, they get frustrated because they think, oh my goodness, I was hearing God's voice for so long. I was able to hear him so clear and I can't hear him now. And I'm, you know, I'm. I, I, did I do something wrong? Am I in the wrong place? Am I in the wrong season? God, why aren't you speaking to me? And he is still speaking to you. And I'm telling you this now because I know it. I know it to be true. He is still speaking to you loud and clear. But we, for some reason, got stuck in the last season and we did not move with him. We didn't move into the new thing that he was bringing us into. And so when you find yourself in that place and you're wondering why you can't hear him, we just have to hear him a different way. And so... Um, one of the ways that God has always spoken to us and our families is through dreams, but there was one other thing that he began to speak to us at the beginning of this year. And it was so on time in his perfect timing that as we were feeling, um, the sadness and this, this, uh, feeling of loss with our garden and specifically for myself, that quiet time with him where he would teach me so much. God began to speak a different word to us as a family. And he would say, meet me at the water. So it was no longer meet me at the garden, meet me in the garden, but meet me at the water. And so we had to shift into, okay, what is it that he's wanting us to do? Where is he wanting us to go? And it started this whole new season of us journeying off to the beach every week, once a week. And walking out there, and I know I've shared this before, um, if you've been listening to the, the, the past episodes, but walking out on the beach and saying, good morning, Father, here we are, speak. And as we go out there, He begins to show us so many different things. He begins to speak to our hearts, speak to our spirits. He shows us, um, the differences between one week, the, the, the week, previous week and the, current week and the week to come there is always something different he is ever changing but he never changes if that makes sense he is always doing something new but he is always the same God that we know and so um, I want to get to the second part of this song because this is where it became so clear I listened to this song all the time but it wasn't until right now that I totally understood it The first verse said, take me back to the garden. Lead me back to the moment I heard your voice. Take me back to communion. Lead me back to the moment I saw your face. After you get through the chorus and you get to the second part, it says, And this is the garden, here in the place I find you close. This is communion, here in the place I'm fully known. Y'all, they was talking about now. At the beginning, it said, take me back to the garden. But now in the song, they're saying, and this is the garden. So where you are currently at right now, no matter what it is that is going on in your life, no matter what it is that you might be going through, no matter the questions that you may have, this is your garden. Don't keep looking back at where he used to speak to you. Look back in as a, as a, um, as a remembrance, as a memorial, as a, uh, a moment that you'll never forget where He fo- first spoke to you. Because I will never forget the garden moments. And I know there will be a season where He will take me back to that. But for right now, this is the garden where I am. And so if I can, st- can stand here and recognize and know that this is the garden that He has placed me in, right here in this place, whether I'm sitting at my desk, whether I'm in the kitchen cooking, or I'm at the beach, or um, I may be out having a day with my family. This is the garden. And so I'm consistently looking for what it is that God is saying, what he's trying to show me. You are in your garden. This is the place that you find him close. This is your communion moment. This is where you connect with him. And know that yes, He is speaking to you. We just have to learn how to hear Him. We have to learn how to see Him. We have to learn how to feel Him. Because we can get so consumed and so caught up with everything else that is going on in our life that it's not that He's not reaching out and touching us. It's not that He's not speaking. It's not that He's not standing right there before us. But everything else is distracting us from that moment that He wants right there in the garden. It's in that place where you know him. And I love this, um, this bridge part of the song. It says, this is where I'm meant to be. Me and you, and you and me. I don't have to prove a thing. You've already approved of me. How beautiful is that? We don't have to prove a thing to him. We don't have to prove a thing to anybody else. And I, let me say that again. You don't have to prove a thing to anybody else. Oftentimes, my husband will ask me these questions that kind of dig deep under my skin. And I say that because he's the deep thinker. And sometimes it's just too deep for me. And, and I tell him, you know, you're going too deep for me. I can't. <laughs> it's just not right now. But he'll ask me these questions. And sometimes they trigger me. And sometimes they, I, they really make me stop and think about it but he asked me one day he said what would you how would you tell somebody what god has done in your life um and i said i would just tell them i would just share with them all the great things and you know that he's done for me and he said but what if they don't believe you what if they question you what if they tell you that's not true and i said well i, I would just have to tell them it, it it is true i don't know what else to tell you and he kept egging me on, you know, but but how would you tell them? And how would you make them believe? How would you explain? And he's just asking just to ask, you know, um but he knew what my answer was. And so I'm getting frustrated. I'm telling him, I would just tell them, I don't know what else to tell you. I don't know how to, I can't make you believe. I can just share with you how good God has been in my life. I can just tell you what he has done for me. But if you choose not to believe it, then i can't i can't do anything about that there is nothing that i can do but and so when i read this part of the song again like i said i've heard this so many times and it just it just became so real and so alive to me it says i don't have to prove a thing i don't have to prove to you anyone that is listening on here and and this is what you would say as well i don't have to prove anything to you Because he has already approved of me. He has already shown me his goodness. He has already done these things. I don't need to be concerned about whether you believe me or not. I would hope that you do because then you can see how good he really is and what he wants to do in your own life. But I can't make you believe. And so when we're able to just walk away and say, you know, Father, I don't know what else to say to them. I just wanted to encourage them. I just wanted to, to lift their spirits and give them some, uh, some reason to have faith again and to believe that what you said you will do, you are going to do. They have to choose to believe. And the ones who choose to believe and receive it in their own life will begin to, to be able to experience and realize the goodness of who you are in their life, in their family's life, you know, everything that they need, the provision, the love, the healing, the peace, the joy, you are all of that. But they have to open up their hands, open up their ears, open their heart and receive it from you. And so it is it is our place right here in our garden to hear from him and to be obedient and to do the things that he is pressing on our heart to do so that we can encourage somebody else and remind somebody else of how much he loves them and how good he is. I just want to read this last part right here. This was part of the the chorus. Because you are closer, closer than my skin. I love that. I love that line. And you are in the air I'm breathing in. Here's where the dead things come back to living. I feel my heart beating again. It feels so good to know that you are my friend. And when we go back to that line, here's where the dead things come back to living. That garden and that season is not dead. It is only resting. Because He will always bring us back to the places where He wants us to be. Where He knows we can hear Him. And when He speaks, we're ready to receive. This entire last year was a year of rest. Go back and study the Shemitah year. The Jewish year 5782. It was an entire year of rest. There were a lot of people resting um, I saw it in our life. I saw it in, um, you know, family members, friends. It was a year of rest. Things slowed down. But I'm telling you now, a word that he spoke to me a couple of weeks ago was Rest up, my child, because there is work to be done. So, in this next year, in this next season, and according to the Jewish calendar, starting on September 25th, from September 2022, To September 2023. This is going to be a year for you to keep your eyes open. Your ears open. And just stay faithful to what it is that God is telling you to do. Because there will be some great and amazing and wonderful things. That he is about to do in our life. You just have to believe. Be obedient to his word. And walk in your purpose. Know who you are in him. Know what he has created you to be and to do. And walk in it. Don't shrink back. There's no more time to rest. He gave us the time, the period of rest. It is time to get up and put our hands to something because he said that he would bless the work of our hands. And when we work and we put our hands to the purpose that he has called us for, not just to um, anything and everything, but when you put your hands to the purpose that he has called you for, it will prosper. He has already promised, and so I pray that this encouraged you. Um, this lifted my spirits. I am going to uh, put the link to the song in the description so that you can go and hear it. I will share it on my social media as well. Um, the song is powerful. Let it let it just touch your heart and touch your soul, and that you will be able to hear and know exactly where your garden is. Where that place is that he wants to speak to you. When he tells you to meet him somewhere, meet him there. And get ready for him to just speak words that are going to encourage and just bless you beyond measure. So I love you guys. Have a wonderful weekend. And I will see you back here next week. Thank you for joining me again on the Expressions of Destiny podcast. God bless.